0: we don't agree with you i'm not i'm paraphrasing but saying you know we might not agree with your politics but you need to come on this platform because we need diversity of thought we need diversity of opinion you've got to have that otherwise you've got one of one thing and that gets boring like as much as it can be annoying i do love the debates i do love the discussions where do you see that as far as rumble coming into play
1: welcome to the all american savage show podcast with your host john burke and his far more attractive co-host me Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said.
0: Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Glad to have you guys here. We have a special guest today. Um, he texts me like in the middle of the last show, and I'm, I'm going at it with my partner, Josh, who's my co-host. And then I get your text, like, hey, let's do the interview today. It's like, okay, we're doing it today. And then you're like, well, let's do it in like 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, we're doing it in 30 minutes. <laughs> so... Uh, glad to have your rumble. How we looking? We got the rumble chat. Is the audio good visual? Good. I had to change some things up. So hopefully I didn't screw it up. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here, sir.
1: Thanks for having me. Uh, Absolutely. Thanks for the late notice as well, too. I know you messaged me I guess, like last week and, uh, typically don't jump on shows, but I figured I got to get back into that groove and, uh, do a that, few of
0: them. Perfect lead in. Why don't you do a lot of shows?
1: That's a good question. Um, I'm full of them. I'm full, like, of them. I'm full of them. for me i guess like the the, i I get nervous and doing shows that that, that's obviously one of them but uh i I did a bunch of them early on in the business and i just remember the nerves you don't sleep the night before if you do them like last second it's a little easier but if you prep them it it gets even more Mm nerve-wracking and then once you become like a public company then there's all these other liabilities that come with it uh, it makes it, it just makes it a lot more difficult and you just have to, there's so many things you got to navigate around and, uh, you're always, uh, you're walking always through a minefield. Show, so. Yeah.
0: You're walking through a minefield.
1: It feels, yeah. Sometimes it feels like that. Um, most of the time it doesn't, but like it, it definitely, you don't know if you're going to run through the minefield and, and then what's the outcome of that after that. So I, I tend to stay away, but I think we're at a point now where. I kind of have to start jumping on and start talking to people and start getting the message out on what we're doing. Um, I think it's what imperative. is, what is that message? Um, I think like a lot there, there, there's a lot of things going on behind the scene, uh, the, the scenes. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but in the last year, you know, we've dealt with like on the censorship side, more specifically, when it comes to like government pressures, uh, we had to deal with uh, France. We, we actually turned France off because they asked us to remove certain content creators from the platform that didn't violate our policies. Um, dealing with company pressures as well. There was you know the same thing that happened to Parler. Uh, they were trying to do to rumble obviously because we built our own infrastructure. We were in a much different situation than Parler was. And now we're in a very different situation than they are and uh you know so you protected yourself coming after us yeah yeah i think people need to know if they don't know that's happening to you and they think every you know everything's really easy it's that's that's not as uh as good as them understanding that you're fighting and you're fighting as hard as you can and behind the scenes to to make something great and uh do what you can do and plus there's a lot of misperceptions i think a lot of people don't realize like how big Rumble is in terms of its user base and how many people are actually on the platform. Uh, there's a lot of other platforms that take up a lot of noise and uh, Rumble's like this quietly large platform. That's it's a lot more diverse than people think it is. Um, how good? I, I mean, I mean like,
0: how good did it feel to tell France to kick rocks? That, that, that had to feel good. <laughs> come on, come on, dude. Did that feel good? It, it felt was, good.
1: <laughs> it, 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 it was... It felt great, but it was also kind of I know. sad. I know, At the yeah. Same time, yeah. It's, I do love, I do love France. Do of, I love France. Yeah. You realize, like, you're putting France in the same bucket as China. You're yeah. putting France in the same bucket as like North Korea and Iran. And you're, it, when it comes to like the demands of censorship, like, it, it was just sad. Like, how, how I, I would, I'd expect that from like a North Korea and Iran yeah. or China or whatnot. I didn't expect yeah. that from from France and then you start to see the same thing happen in Brazil and you're like shit man this is like how widespread is this like it, it, this really isn't a world where free free freedom of expression exists yeah it's part of the UN charter you know article 19 and the human rights declaration and no one abides by it it's
0: well you're like, also canadian you're Canadian, and we've seen, you know, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau, who I love to refer to, and you already said shit, so we're, we're getting to that aspect. So, cool. Weapons free, folks. He, he cussed first. Was I'm trying to clean it up. But I know I got to reach a bigger audience, so I got to pull back from the vet talk. But he opened the door, so we're doing it. So, when you got, you know, the cuck of the North, Trudeau, that comes out there and targets truckers for protesting against the, la- the lockdowns and stuff like that. It becomes very apparent that a lot of these people understand that when you have a platform like Rumble or even I, I link, I make Rumble akin to Twitter right now, formerly or X, formerly known as Twitter, is the way you, you pose a sincere threat. And I don't mean this in the sense of like, oh, Rumble is great. It's like, no, you really do. You're a platform that, you know, I've said some things on here that I, I still hold true to, but you guys don't censor. I mean, you do have terms of services, but they're not as draconian. As, for example, on Instagram, you can't even criticize the Palestinians uh, or what's going on over there. You cannot be like pro-Israel, share some of the stuff without getting like massively shadow banned. But on Rumble, perfectly acceptable. So you definitely pose a threat to these people to expose a lot of the dark underbellies of these political movements. Uh, But how does that make you feel as the head of this company? Like you're, you're spearheading this
1: you know, it's, it's like an honor to even have that ability to be able to do that. Um, the, the, the main thing was like, you know, when we started this business in 2013 and then kind of what happened in 2020, late 2020, we kind of exploded in early 2021. Um, the, the main difference between us and the rest of the ecosystem is that we didn't move the goalposts on our terms of service. We didn't no, you say, didn't, yeah. You, Everyone else during COVID and all these different times, like the elections, everyone moved their goalposts. They changed their terms of services. Rumble was down the center. They were neutral, just like YouTube was to a large extent, just like Facebook was. And then all of a sudden, they picked a side, mm-hmm. and Rumble just did it. We didn't pick a side. We didn't take an opinion. We didn't. We we didn't uh, move the goalposts, and that's what created the the opportunity that we have here at Rumble today. Mm-hmm. Is by sticking true to the values that we started the platform on back in 2013, and uh, not moving the goalposts on our creators, and that and the audience, it, and that is given us the market that we have today. And I think like just being fair and being neutral and and staying like that, it has things seem to be getting even worse today Mm -hmm. is going to even create a a larger market for us like there's very few platforms that are willing to not move the goalposts. They, they everyone thinks they need to change things and um censor speech and tell people what they can and they cannot say and Mm -hmm. we're not for that not one bit so it's an honor it's like it's a huge honor to even you know, be in this position to be like, you know, the tip of the spear when it comes to pushing freedom of expression. Like I really do believe that I think rumble is like the only company that will shut off France um, at, at the scale that we do have. We're the only company to tell the government to go pound sand when it comes to in, in what they did in France. Uh, and that to me is like, that's, that's a huge honor.
0: That's incredible. That's incredible. I do have to ask in, when you take a stand like you're doing, even though you're, you're remaining neutral on a lot of things, but you are taking a stand in your own sense of saying, we just don't censor people over here. That in and of itself is taking a position, whether it be good or bad to most people out there. But I do have to ask, though, what we're watching with Twitter, with Elon, you saw the most recent thing he did as far as telling the advertisers essentially to go F themselves. How is Rumble dealing with things like this? Because we all know that like, a lot of these, pl- these platforms are heavily reliant on ad spend where does Rumble stand in this in this category?
1: So we've dealt with similar things like uh, what Twitter has dealt with. That in fact, when an advertising network uh, asked us to demonetize a creator, this is back a couple of years ago, we canceled that advertising network. And we did a press release out on it. Um, we completely walked away from it. Mm. And, uh, you know, we decided that we need to build our own Rumble Advertising Center and build our own ecosystem for, for advertising. And we've done that.
0: Which and I've used now, personally. It's actually a really user, easy user interface. I was actually impressed because I've done Twitter. I've done Facebook. Rumble was pretty simple. It was actually so simple. It was kind of like, this doesn't feel right. Like this is, this is too easy. Because before, like with Facebook, it's a constant state of updates and you have to go in and relearn the system, relearn the user interface. And it's always a pile on. But with Rumble, it's just pretty much cut and dry. It's like, this is it right here. Here's your analytics. Here's what you got to do. And it also gives you the highlights. Like when you hover over something, it's like, this is what you need to do. And it gives you the answers there. So you're not sitting there hitting up support all day, waiting on some feedback. So it's been very interesting to see how that works.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it, it still needs improvement, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty basic right now. It's getting a lot better. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, I guess the next major hurdle for us in, in Iraq, not hurdle, I should say it's, it's actually happening in the next few weeks now is introducing advertisements in the app for the creators so you guys can make more money. Mm. Rumble can make more money. And, uh, I I think that's, that, that's a big milestone for us is, uh, monetizing in-app for creators. So that rolls out in the next week. That'll also release a ton of inventory to advertisers as well. And, uh, most importantly, put more money in the pockets of creators. So having the Rumble advertising ecosystem, uh, built and not relying on any other parties, any other companies out there in any meaningful way uh, is like a very important uh thing to do when it comes to a business like Rumble or X for that matter. Uh, you want to build an advertiser base that understands your brand, that understands what you what you stand for, so that you won't have these situations that are happening on X. Like on X, the unfortunate part about X is that. A lot of its revenues it comes from these huge brands that are just placing huge orders and have a lot of influence on the platform. When it comes to Rumble, the advertisers are already advertising on, on, on Rumble. They're not these huge brands that you see on, on these other companies. They're they're actually like advertisers that align with our mission. they they understand our mission. I when the whole situation with Russell Brand happened. Um, a couple months
0: ago. There was I like, was watching you know, where Rumble was going to go with this one. I was like, I don't think they're going to do anything. Is <laughs> because if they do, that's a massive tell. But the fact that he's still there, it's like, good on you. Good on you. Because where is it now? The accusations have just kind of poof, they're gone. And it's like, this, this is what they try and do. Because, I mean, I don't know where Russell Brand really stands politically. I, I see, I hear some of his stuff and I like what he has to say. I do. Um, but it doesn't matter which political side you, you find yourself on. When you start coming out with facts and truth, specifically over COVID, everyone's coming after you. I mean, women that you knew in kindergarten are going to start coming out. They're like, "Oh yeah, he touched me." It's like, really? Like really? I mean, we saw it with Kavanaugh and the Ford lady, and it was just—it was nothing. It was nothing but nonsensical uh, BS. By utilizing me too to try and demonize somebody to character assassinate them, and I saw that with Brand, I saw them try that with Elon, and quite frankly, I'm waiting for them to come after you. Because if you think they're not, they will. No, I'm dead serious, Chris. It's like they're going to try and dig up anything they can on you because the the bigger a stance you take, the more you punch back on the censorship and the silencing, bro. They're gonna. These people are scum. They're vermin. They will dig out anything they can on you. So. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully freaking, funny. you know, Rumble continues this direction because it's it's been phenomenal to watch. Like they don't cave. I love it.
1: It's like, it's crazy, though, when you think about it. Like, what are we supposed to do? Analyze every single creator on our platform to know what their outside life they've done? Have they, you know, done something criminally and then demonetize yeah. them because they did something like that's not yeah. what our business is. Our business no. is video platform. We're going to judge you by the content you put on the platform. And that's it. Yeah. If you're not violating our terms of service, you have a right to use it. If you're not in jail, like you're, you're, you're a free citizen.
0: Twitch had the Twitch. That's where Twitch really messed up. I used to straight, I was partner with Twitch for a few years and then came the transgender topics of discussion and they flat out banned me for even having conversations about it. Uh, just, just talking about it. Same for COVID. I lost my uh, YouTube. I had like 300 something thousand followers just discussing COVID got me flagged for medical misinformation and they took my channel. And it was like, this is ridiculous. But to talk about what you were just referencing as far as like your behavior off the platform, Twitch has taken that stance now to where if you're a creator that tweets something out that does not go with the Twitch narrative, they're going to remove you from the platform. So now it's not really a platform for open discussion or free speech, as free as it could possibly be with terms of services. It's just unavoidable. But now it's like you have to adhere to this Marxist ideology because if you don't, well, then you're banned from this platform. And then comes Rumble, which I appreciate, you know, and uh, how you and I got introduced over Twitter because I was complaining about some stuff and you were there. And I appreciate you hearing the... No, I, I sincerely do. You as a CEO did not have to take the time to sit down and say, wait a minute, let's talk about this. And I appreciate that. And that's heck. That's why you're even here now. And I greatly appreciate that. But it's like when you take the positioning you do, um, as far as Rumble says, like off-platform behavior... We don't care. It has nothing to do with us. And I think that's where a lot of social media companies went wrong to where it's like, stop trying to police behavior and just exist as a publishing platform. That's all you have to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's, we have a justice system. We have police, we have other organizations that take care of criminal yeah. behavior or other types of behavior. Like our, 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 our job as a company is to evaluate based on the videos that you're bringing onto our platform and how you use our platform. Mm -hmm. You know, what you do outside of that is none of our business, nor should it be, nor should it be our something we we should even care about. Mm
0: -hmm. No, I fully agree. Moving forward. uh, Well, before I move on, what other rollouts do you have for Rumble? Because I do want to reference kick when kick hit the scene. They have done massive updates very quickly. Uh, The subscription option on the actual app itself for users, because we all know, like, you know, I I talked about this prior. It's like I understand big ad companies and their investments, but also and I know Elon could probably speak more to this as well, as well as yourself. Like, don't forget the grassroots donors of the four ninety nine subscribers, because you look at people that streamed over on Twitch that their monthly revenue was upwards of 250 K a month. And the streamers, or the, rather the subscribers, excuse me, are spending $4.99, $9.99. One drop in the bucket, not a lot. A couple thousand drops in the bucket at $10, $20, $100, that's a lot. So as far as the rollouts from what I've seen of Kick-To, I see Rumble doing the same thing. Where do you want to take Rumble as far as uh, you talked about prior to this, uh, Rumble streaming? the uh, Go more in depth. Where do you see Rumble going? And go, give me some of these rollouts you have coming.
1: Yeah. So I guess like there's going to be a few, a few major ones uh, up until now though, we've been really kind of refining the product, trying to make it a lot better. Um, we had a lot of improvements. We started in 2013, so we had a lot of code overhaul to do in the last year. Mm. Um, and we didn't really get funding until our, fir- our first investment back in 2021, mid 2021, uh, up until then it was a completely bootstrap business by myself. So we had a lot of changes to do in the last two years, a lot of re, uh, Re- redoing the code, redoing the UI, really kind of making a lot of changes. I think we're at a point now where product's looking a lot better. There's still some work to do, but we're we just added playlists in the last week or two.
0: What does um, that entail?
1: We uh, playlists, so you mm-hmm. can save videos, create playlists, uh, kind of like YouTube, very similar okay. to to what YouTube does on playlists. Uh, that was a huge demand. Huge demand when it comes to uh, uh, a lot of the VOD customers. The streaming side is something that is really important to us. It's something we stepped on the gas pedal on about a year ago. Um, I would say maybe two years ago, we we really started looking at streaming, and we, we, we really stepped on the gas pedal last year. Uh, so we're going to be introducing Rumble Studio. It's in beta right now, which is a really easy way for anybody to stream, so you don't have to use OBS or use any of the other incumbent products out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically you have to pay like a hundred bucks a month or 50 bucks a month to use like any of the other products. We're going to offer it for free for everyone to use. You can multi-stream to any platform.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you're going to be able to put overlays, uh, on top of the stream as well. Logos. You'll be able to invite people, uh, people, it's in beta right now. We can get, you, we can even get you to test it out. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want that. I'll screw fully- it up.
0: I'll screw it up, dude. <laughs>
1: We we should have it fully released by the end of the year. That's mm-hmm. kind of the goal. And then the, the real vision with Rumble Studio, though, is like the monetization component. So imagine you're sitting in a stream and you get a notification at Rumble, in Rumble Studio. So you're in StreamYard and you get a notification saying, hey, read this for $1,000 in your account. Um, that's what we, where we really want to take it. We think that's a game changer for, for streaming, is being able to provide, you know, whether you're a creator that has five viewers or a creator that has 1,000 viewers, we'll be able to know how much an advertiser will know how much they want to pay for, you know, thousands of creators at five viewers or one creator at 10,000 viewers. Right. So you're bridging Um, that gap between
0: streamers and advertisers. Smart.
1: Correct. And regardless of the size of of the creator. So I think that's going to be a major, a major win for us. I'm really excited about that. And then obviously the the other part is introducing rack pre-rolls and having programmatic just like YouTube and, and Twitch already have. So we think the combination of both, like the programmatic pre rolls and having rack sponsorships through the studio, uh, is a is a real competitive advantage for for creators. You, you're not you're not just going to get the pre roll revenue. You're going to have two sets of revenue, and then you also have subscriptions where you can build in with locals, which will merge into Rumble eventually as well. So you have okay. these three buckets of revenue as a creator, yeah, which I, I say... think ahead, is sorry. better than the competition when it's all fully rolled out. And It did make a difference. are coming in app in the next couple of weeks too, okay. so that'll be huge.
0: Nice. Some more work is also going to go into the app user interface as well. I would assume.
1: Yeah, we just rolled out a new update to the iOS app uh, in terms of the interface. It's very similar to web now. So the chat's automatic when it, when you get there. Um, nice. Or we've received a lot of feedback on that. Uh, I think you were mentioning one thing about notifications. Uh, if yeah. you get the app, your notifications will be. Pretty pretty quick now. We we fixed that a couple of weeks ago. Um, you're welcome, I Rumble. You're having- you know who
0: complained and whined about it? This guy. I was crying about <laughs> it. Thank you. No, I'm serious. No, we. I dealt with because I I worried about that for the longest time because I was telling people like, well, what I don't want to have happen is when I got the CEO of the company. And I've got his ear finally, just for a few complaints. It's like, I want to make sure my complaints are justified. So I've had several people throughout the time we've streamed that is like, look, man, I've subscribed, turn it off, turn it on. I still don't get notifications. Now we do. So thank you. That was a big thing for me because the audience is like, man, sometimes I forget that you're live at 12 p.m. CST every day. I need that reminder. But that right there, I, I can tell you firsthand as a streamer myself, I love that. Cause now I know my audience is going to be notified. I'm live right now. If you want to come watch the show, whereas in before, like you saw me prior, I got a tweet. I got to go to Instagram. I got to go to Telegram. I got to go to Facebook. But if that notification is guaranteed on that app, uh, that makes it so much easier. I'm glad to hear that.
1: Yeah. There is a delay though, on an email notifications, but that's set as, uh, yeah. you have to set that to, you, you can, you can, you can modify your email notifications to come instantly. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want a real instant uh, experience, the best is to download the app and mm-hmm. subscribe to the channel and make sure the notifications are working. Mm-hmm. Um, you want me to read the chat, some questions that are coming in here?
0: Brother, that is completely up to you because there's some BlackRock yeah. stuff. I don't, because here's Go for it.
1: Vanguard, BlackRock you, Fox, I love right the fact away. you're watching my uh, chat
0: uh, right thanks. now. This is great. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Address <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> uh, so, Vanguard and BlackRock, I've never spoken to them ever. I've never right. sat in a room with them or talked with them. Um and I owe, I have roughly 85% voting control uh rumble with my shares.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um they they are share, they anybody can be a shareholder by uh you know buying the rumble stock and then my assumption is is that they just bought the stock on the open market. Um but uh they're not uh they're, they 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 don't. I have roughly eighty-five percent voting control. So, so they don't the have a control. They don't
0: have a controlling interest.
1: Correct.
0: Right. Nice, nice. Uh, do they own? Well, I would imagine they own shares. Rumbles an up-and-coming company. It's it's.
1: Yeah, I think they buy it. Like, I, I think a lot of these funds, what they'll do is they just buy, and I, I don't know, I don't work there, so I don't know exactly how it works, but my assumption is is that they just buy all companies on the NASDAQ and own, you know, that have a certain size market cap and they take mm-hmm. a stake. And, you know, as an index fund, you, you have to own most of the market depending on the market cap. So um, I think that's just like they're their, their passive buyers, I believe. But uh, you know, that's more of a question for why they bought Rumble stock. Maybe they just they like free. They expression. Believe, yeah, I mean, well, they <laughs> see.
0: Well, I mean, it's certainly in in the free market. Rumble does certainly pose a a threat to these other platforms that I feel like. And this is what leads me to the next segment as far as the the future of the streamers and the content you have over here. Um, I'm I'm conservatarian. I'm like a libertarian. Rumble is heavily heavily political right now. You've got the Trump people. You've got a lot of the Trump people. I'll be frank. uh, You know, I see a lot of the spotlights of the Trump influencers, Kimberly Goldfoyle, Trump Jr. and the rest of them. And that's also because, you know, when I sit down and I talk to a lot of people, it's because Trump and the rest of them have endorsed Rumble from the likes of Bongino, Crowder, a lot of people. And so naturally there's going to be a massive Trump presence over here. But what I don't want to see happen, and this is just me spitballing here from what I've seen happen on Truth Social, for example, is that it turns into an echo chamber. And I'm not saying Rumble is. I love the fact that Rumble is for everybody. But the reason why I see Truth Social uh, going downhill is that there's there's no interaction. It's an echo chamber. As much as you have Republicans, you need the Democrats, which leads me to um, big streamers that get kicked off a platform such as Twitch or YouTube what are the chances of them probably coming to Rumble to say, look, we don't agree with you? I'm not I'm paraphrasing, but just saying, you know, we might not agree with your politics, but you need to come on this platform because we need diversity of thought. We need diversity of opinion. You've got to have that. Otherwise, you've got one of one thing, and that gets boring. Like as much as it can be annoying, I do love the debates. I do love the discussions. Where do you see that as far as Rumble coming into play?
1: We've made a lot of progress this year. I think like and it's actually it's coming out in the data that we're starting to see. So about a year ago, Pew, it was more than a year ago, I think, but like Pew Research did a did a poll and they put all the platforms Truth, the whole bunch of Getter, Rumble. And Rumble was like, I forget the exact uh, what exactly it said, but it said that in terms of like leaning right, uh, we had the least amount of people that lean right or something like that. Um, And we had like a very high, in comparison to the other platforms, a high amount of Democrats were using the platform. It still was like overwhelmingly Republican, according mm-hmm. to Pew Research. I was going to say, then, like, who did they poll
0: on this one? Because I've been on all these places like, yeah, I, I don't know if I really agree with that we one. 20,
1: we had a twenty-two percent Democrat back on Pew.
2: Okay.
1: um that was like over a year ago, and that's like that's a. That what, what's this? The, the population is like, I think, like 35, 20, 30, and then 25, 35 independents. So that, I don't know how it really breaks out, but to have 22% was that's awesome, was quite, quite high back then.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then this year happened where we started investing most of our money went into sports, um, and I it went that. into these huge, huge creators like, um, uh, the, the, a, a lot of these massive creators that are on other platforms that have nothing to do with politics. And in fact, we we brought on like the number two guy in hip hop culture. His name was academics mm-hmm. and uh, he's like a commentator mm-hmm. and uh, he's on Twitch and he was on YouTube and uh, he's got millions of followers on those platforms. And then the Rolling Stone does a hit piece saying hip hop's going right wing now um, <laughs> as soon as we brought we brought yeah. him on but uh what we did is we brought on this creator that has nothing to do with politics never really talks politics and then we brought on these other creators like the one of the the number one streamer on youtube last year was a guy named my show speed he's young Mm -hmm. he's a young kid i think like 18 years old um and then we brought on the number one uh streamer on twitch kai Sinat, Mm -hmm. to do a show on rumble um and this changed like it, it changed the demographics a lot on Rumble, obviously. We, it, it really changed Rumble uh, quite a bit. and this Diversifying in, it, yeah. It, it's, I think in Q2 of this year, that really happened. And then all of a sudden, our ComScore data, uh, came, we're looking at our ComScore data here in the last couple of months. And now, apparently, like, independence and no affiliation is the biggest cohort of, uh, of users on Rumble, followed by... And those two combined, no affiliation and, and independence, followed by Democrats, then Republicans. So and I'm not you know, it, it's it's peculiar when you look at it. you don't you, you almost don't believe it um, when you look at it, but we have no other data supporting anything else. So that's the data that we're looking at. And uh, you know, I, I do believe it's because we've made a lot of moves in sports that are really kind of diversifying this audience um, and bringing on people that are just really not into politics to, mm-hmm. for a large degree. Plus, we're not in an election year either. So like you're going to all the people that are interested in politics are are really going to be coming back next year. Um, But uh, I think they're already here, brother.
0: I think they're already here. And I love the fact that it's trending on Twitter when the debates are going on. A lot of people are saying Fox or Rumble. The fact that your name is in a lot of these people's mouths as a game is like Rumble's going to have it. That, I love the positioning of that to where it's like, good. Now at least Rumble is in their mind to say, look, someone's going to be streaming this. But I want to go back real quick to the content creators that you said you're bringing on because in the money world, like we've seen, uh, there was a lot of people when, when streaming first started really hitting, um, when Twitch was used to be Justin TV and then it kind of advanced, that a lot yeah. of the uh, the older crowd were like, oh, this is stupid. It's dumb. It's like, yeah, you're not going to make any money doing that. And no, esports yeah. is a billion-dollar industry. And any platform it's doesn't crazy. try and take advantage of that. It's like, you're going to be outgunned. So the fact that you do want right. to bring in gamers and diversify it is perfect. I love to hear that because it was crazy. That's I, great.
1: It, when I, when we were looking at exploring into this audience, we we're looking at videos and we we're like watching what these, some of these creators do. We're like, this is like what people watch. And we're like, just so shocked by it. I don't understand but, that, audience, but
0: God bless it. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: don't get it. It's you know whatever. What What it is, is that it's actually, it's not older people that watch it. It's a very, very young audience that Mm -hmm. watches this type of content. They're like high school kids or college students. Like they're, they're not, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not people that are like 25 plus. It's more like 18 to 25 demographic. It's a very young audience. It's like that TikTok world. That's a very, very young audience where that seems to be where, a lot of the big stream stream, streaming is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think now like on the political side, what we've done is like, you know, shows like, you know, like Russell's like, like many others on rumble. Um, now we're kind of taking that podcast that typically people would do, you know, your typical Joe Rogan podcast. Now we're kind of converting that into like a live show. And we've really kind of put forward that kind of what you're doing. Like, I think embracing the chat, Taking a podcast, turning it live—that's the next wave of. Uh, uh, that's just the next wave in terms of content on the internet. I, I, I think that's and that's where we're trying to operate right now. We're trying to trying to convert all the VOD guys into doing live, getting them live. Um, because it's just such a more engaging audience. Yeah, and you connect with
0: them. You build that that sense of community, because I run ads through different podcasts as well for my company, shout out ShellshocksABD.com. Now, same thing, it's that I got to know for a fact that they actually have a community built, because a lot of these content creators, it's like, okay, but does your audience trust you, or is an audience that hates you? Because there, there are content creators out there that it's kind of like you're the, you're the protagonist, like you're the bad guy to an extent. So it's like, I like to see the fact that when you have podcasters, and I do love, I, half the people in my chat, I know who these people are. They're here regular, Hobo Chili, all these people, I know them. And it's like, they make the show great. So to see other podcasters try to adopt, if they want to, if they adopt that, I like to see that because it's like, good, now you have people that, and I'll even engage with these people, they call in and debate me all the time, and it's like, no, I'm, I welcome that, but it builds a sense of belonging, and that kind of speaks to what you were talking about, how a younger generation is coming into these the the, the uh, streaming portion and it's like well before it's like okay television was football politics What? well now you open up your television you've got people that are making art you've got people that are doing banjo lessons. you've got the most random stuff but that's the beauty of it there's something out there for everybody so the more that i see rumble expand in that area it's a good that's wonderful because i do want to see rumble become very successful because honestly brother not between us everybody knows this this is it We got nothing else. I've been banned on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Well, you're it. So it's like, I have to walk this fine line. I was like, what can I get away with? It's like, But I've been banned for the most ridiculous things as far as just having discussions on COVID, stuff like that. So on here, I can't tell you what a breath of fresh air it is to be able to come on here and talk to my partner doing a podcast and talk about the pressing issues and not have to... And I'm not even talking about like we were saying anything like horrible, just discussing it. And it was like, no, you're not allowed. It's like, well, in that case... it's what, you know, what it feels like. It's like the... I've been waiting to do that forever. It's like the Facebook no. Gestapo. It's what it is. It's the Facebook Gestapo. There's a little Facebook pin there. They come in <laughs> and they, they, they crush you. I think like... They crush you.
1: The, the, the greatest achievement for me personally uh, up until now uh, and one that I hold most dearly is that I believe we were like the only platform in the world to allow people to talk about COVID and to talk huh? about the elections. And I think like... Yep. To me, like, that is like it, it, a massive achievement to, to allow to have happened. It, it's sad. It's like the worst thing because, like, how could, why, why was that a, a great achievement for, for me? It, it was only great because everyone else didn't allow it. And you never think they wouldn't. Imagine living in America and people are, you're not allowed to talk about like what you want to put in your body. Have your own decision to do that. And whether you like it or whether you had a bad effect to it or whatever it may be. And like it's just like it, it's such a sad state of the world that we're in right now, and I, we had to go through that. And Rumble was the only thing that said, "Hey, we're a video platform. We have our terms and service. We're not going to change it for for any external reason because someone asks us to do it." Like mm-hmm. it, it was just it was that that was a crazy moment, uh, and uh, it, 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 it I think it obviously. Allowed a lot. It created a lot of trust in the platform to be able to stand up to that and uh, to be able to do that. But for me, it was easy. But like it, it ended up being, looking back, is like you know a lot of people's voices that were really important got out, and I think the world's a better place for it today because of that.
0: Yeah, you have to have it. Speaking of that, you know, <laughs> just the entrepreneurial as a fellow entrepreneur. How difficult has it been since the day one of launching Rumble up until now? It's got to be very gratifying to look back over your shoulder and see, see this massive road filled with all kinds of failures and successes and say, look, man, I persevered. Here we are now. You're clearly, it feels like Rumble is on the uptick. More and more people are coming over to see the value in Rumble. How does that feel make you feel as a business owner? That's gotta be great.
1: It, It is. It is great. Um, you know, I we, certainly we feel it in your words, times. Chris. Like, yeah. yeah, it's really
0: good. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> I need some passion here, dude. It was,
1: we, we, <laughs> we had some like, you know, real tough times before this like trajectory of growth. Um, but uh, you know, where we are right now doing what we're doing and knowing like I'm all in for the mission more than anything else, like mm-hmm. personally, uh, and seeing how many people aren't really like there's there's a lot of people that waver on the mission. They 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 talk about the mission and they're not really for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but this company and the people that are in this walls, like everyone here came here because they really care about what we're doing. Like the, the staff here is like Shout really all in on this thing.
0: Patrick's been a like, really, love Patrick, good dude. Very good singer, by the way. You should probably get him his own Rumble channel. He's called the Canadian Crooner and his music's actually really good. I don't know if you listen to it or not. He sent me some, I was like, dude, you're actually really good. I didn't know that. I oh yeah, know, like, yeah. You got enough. you're sitting on a Frank Sinatra, Canadian Frank Sinatra over there.
1: But yeah, our our team, like, you know, and, and it's it's mixed. Like there are, there are some like real real liberals on our team. Um, there's some real conservatives on our team. There, there's like a real good mix of people here. And uh everyone kind of has their own opinion, but the, the mission itself, like they everyone is like so into the mission of freedom of expression and and freedom. Um it, it that's whatever it is is in everybody's veins here and that's like it's really cool to see that cuz like i don't think there's that many companies if any that are built the way we we got built over the last 2 years mm-hmm. um we're we're really like we're, we're really unique in that in that regard like I, we had people leave like big tech firms um that you know we're we're liberals for sure and mm-hmm. they they you know the covid drove them out of these big tech firms they forced them to do it and they they didn't believe in that. And like, you know, it forced injections and stuff like that by the companies. Like there was all kinds of stuff like that. And just like seeing how we grew and the people that came to our company to, 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 to build this is uh is an incredible thing. It's that, that's like a, that's a real, real, real thing. We're Testament really to
0: your that. leadership and what you're willing to stand up for. I mean, you are the audience you keep, the company takes on the, uh, personality of the leader. So that's who you've got around you. That's coming from you. That's a testament to me. That's awesome. I do want to bring up this. Uh, this is, uh, you guys are, well, first I got to ask, are you in talks with Elon at all? Please tell me you are, please tell me you are.
1: Uh, I can't really like talk about stuff like that, but, right. Fair uh, enough. You know, Fair I enough. know, I, I know, Elon. I, I know Elon, I, I right. I've spoken to Elon. Uh, I speak, I speak to Elon. Okay. Um, Uh, in, when you, when you say talks, like, what are you referring to? Well, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't be able to address any kind of conversation like that. Fair enough. Sorry.
0: Well, the reason I bring him up is because again, he's in the center of the news right now for basically telling potential advertisers that don't see his views, um, as being a place they want to share their ad revenue to essentially go screw themselves. Rumble comes in. And Rumble files defamation suit against co-founders of watchdog group. Check my ads. Uh, Rumble tweeted this out. Uh-huh. I think yesterday, the day before you got, you guys are getting in on this fight. Like you're defending yourselves in a sense of like, you're not going to slander us and go walking away anymore. Like you're, you're, you're standing up for yourselves.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that was put out there is that we depend on Google ads Mm-hmm. and you know in this suit that you see October I, I don't remember the exact month that's that's listed in there I think it was October but it represents like less a, a very small portion uh, mm-hmm. of our revenues coming from Google ads uh mm-hmm. so much so that uh, we the that uh, it, it's it, we, we don't depend on it, on it at all we're not gonna die Google ads goes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Rumble advertising Center and that's that's what we, that's what we're pushing forward and that's what we've been building for the last two years and that's gonna be our, our core. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we uh we 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 issued that we I guess uh we we put that suit forward yesterday. Was it yesterday? I can't I'm getting my days confused already because I imagine you get like, a lot on your plate. Yeah. There's so much that happens in twenty-four hours. Yeah. like I think last night Elon said the told advertisers to go pound sand. Yeah. Um so Which I thought was like, awesome. Was I like thought that was three days great. and 24 hours that happened. It's like news cycle <laughs> yeah. just keeps changing on me.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, we we're not gonna sit that. We're not gonna sit back and let uh, anybody say lie about our business to the public. Um, well, let me clarify this real quick because. We're
0: a lot of people. I love hearing that. Um, this group of the check my ads, essentially what they've been known to do is essentially when you have an advertiser that wants to come on, say, example, my show. Uh, let's just say it's whatever. We'll call, we'll call it company A. What these individuals do is they go to company A and they start like, basically just slandering and libeling your, you as, as well, your company saying like you don't want to advertise with these people and they commit legitimate libel. Like they cost you potential, uh, they 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 create fiscal damages. Yeah, so I'll, now you're I'll suing. Give, them. I'll
1: give you a, a real good example, and uh, like Media Matters, they did an article on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we lost Netflix as an advertiser like a long time ago, um, and they did an article about it being on some uh, being on a like a a, a videos that violated our, our policy, and they took a screenshot of it. The craziest part about that uh, about that is that. On the majority of those videos that they took screenshots on, there was no traffic on those videos in the subsequent days leading up. None.
0: You don't, I mean, you don't think like they posted they happened, those videos, I mean, do you?
1: Zero. Like, so, it was so actually did, a, a big zero.
0: So do you think and they then, posted those videos just to do that? Because that's I, what Elon I, I, is going I, after I, media adders for as well. They said, I, I you know, can they tell ran... you that I
1: know that they, uh, they, they created an account on Rumble. Mm-hmm. and they refresh the page multiple times so mm-hmm. that they could get that ad and mm-hmm. take a picture and we can see that um so what Elon is is accusing them of is is certainly you know I believe I believe everything he says about that oh, yeah. it, it's real like imagine you're creating an article to create the perception that you have this like extremist platform that advertisers are advertising on yet zero people saw that video like and an advertiser leaves because they believe that that's that's nuts it's such a false perception it's like it's such a distorted reality and it's just like straight up lying like it's it's Mm -hmm. lying to everybody out there to try to destroy it and like you know what media matters does is disgusting like it's so disgusting they they'll they'll write and they'll write anything to try to to try to make you look bad
0: but in a weird way because i this 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 has crossed my mind it's like I think most people's like, why don't you just ban them from Twitter? It's like, but why would you? It's like, you kind of want them to do this. So that way, when I take you to the cleaners, if I'm not getting some ad revenue, I'm getting some of your money. So it is going to keep this company afloat. It's like, you can run all these schmears about me all you want. It's like, but I am going to take you to the cleaners. I am going to sue you. And maybe you're going to pay for this platform's use for the next 30 days. I don't know. But it's just kind of like, I, I don't I don't get it. But I feel like this, this goes back into the idea of hate speech. Any, any... I'm of the mindset that it's like, look, I don't agree with anti-Semitism. I don't agree with racism, but I don't want it banned because that's free speech. One man's free speech is another man's religion. One man's hate speech is another man's call to arms. And that's why it's so crucial why platforms like Rumble come in here and say, look, we're not the arbiters. We have a terms of service. Don't say these things. It's very simplistic. You know, don't sell drugs. Don't post pornography, whatever. That's really it. It's very easy to get along with these rules, but that's also the same reason why you pose such a massive threat against YouTube, against Facebook. And it does feel like rumble has had this very difficult mountain to climb, but it does feel like you guys are getting to the top now to where people are starting to take notice and say, wait a minute, you know, cause for me, what I love to see is when I'll, I'll watch other streamers. Cause I always keep an eye on what's going on in the world. Uh, as far as streaming goes that I'll see people like, look, if you get banned, go to rumble, you won't get banned there. And it's a legitimate platform. This is not like Bitchute or something like that. This is a legitimate, established platform. And that's where I see Rumble is finally starting to kind of fill in those, those blanks, the cracks, that are people saying, if you get banned, go there. You will never be banned there.
1: Yeah, no, I, you said something really, really important there. Like, don't you want to know who the bad people are? Like, isn't that, like, key? Don't you want to know who's shit? Like... I want to know, I don't, I don't want someone to hide that from me. And so I don't know, I want to know who's who. I think that's really important in, in the yeah. world. When you walk on the street, you know, who's who, who's who. Yeah. And I think that's really important to, to You're almost doing a favor to, to the bad people. When you, when you, when you try to censor them, you are yeah. doing them a favor, you're yeah, creating yeah. the tries and effect, doing all kinds of things. But like you want to, I, I want to know what you think. I want to know who I'm talking to. And I want to, I, I think that's very important Yeah. in order for, for me sure. to like form a good opinion.
0: Oh, for sure. I'd rather them let them talk, identify themselves. And then, you know, because before, um, my gosh, just like the anti-Semitism that I've seen, uh, and I don't want to get too far into this because I know it's a political thing, but some people have really made themselves known. Like a lot of people have really made themselves known. It's like, my God, I feel like we're going back yeah. to pre-World War II. I had a a Jewish buddy of mine, he was on the show yesterday, Yuda, Pew Pew Jew, and he's heavy into the 2A community as far as getting Jews trained on firearms to defend themselves. Like, dude, I, I'm sorry it's even come to this. Like, this is pathetic. This is not America. This is not how it should be. But it just goes to show you how That's important my like platforms like Rumble are to where it's like, look, if you need to get your message out there, here's the place to do it. Yeah,
1: it's been it's been crazy in the last uh, little while, for sure.
0: Mm hmm. Well, I do got to bring up uh, it's it's the elephant in the room for me. Um, the biggest uh, thing that I've seen is that what wh- how our paths cross, because I'm all about transparency, um, is that I said that sometimes I feel like Rumble tends to favor Trump and his group a little more than other people. And you came in on Twitter. You said that's not actually true. And then we went back and forth and you've actually done uh, you. You took you took a lot of my suggestions and said you know, give me some other streamers. And you basically, to, you talked about how, you know, it's heavy Trump because, you know, th- that group has been endorsing us for a very long time. And I've told my followers, like, look, if you want uh, voices that have differing political opinions, you need to get on Rumble. It's like, you need to get here. You need to support these creators, whether you're Trump, it doesn't matter. I said, like, but you need to be there. And hopefully that's that's helping come across the place or coming across. But in terms of like, say, for example, True Social, a lot of people are concerned that True Social was funding a lot of what Rumble had going on over here. Is there truth to this or not?
1: Yeah. No, that's okay. that's completely false. Okay. Um, I saw that post. They said they're they're insinuating that one third of our revenue, I believe, is coming from truth social because of mm-hmm. cloud. Cloud is not like cloud's in beta right now. It's not a meaningful part of our, our revenue. Uh, most of our revenue comes from advertising. We're public. You can see that, you can go through our financials, we disclose where most of our revenue comes from. Um, it's like advertising and then it's licensing and other and licensing and other, if you look at our financials is a lot of that other is subscriptions like, mm-hmm. you know, Crowder's mug club, stuff like yeah. that. He does. So, very well. No, that's just I saw like, the, I saw the reports very, you did on the last one. Yeah. So it's uh, it, it, that's complete, completely false in terms of like them financing us to, to,
0: okay. to, to
1: stay alive. Hmm.
0: Cause I, I, I had a friend of mine that he also streams on Twitch. He's a big name over there. He's like the one thing that does worry me is because people do watch a lot of these professional streamers that are pulling in high income that have production teams and a lot of entertainment value behind. Oh, before I forget, you got to get Dr. Disrespect. You got to get Dr. Disrespect. I'm telling you, bro. He has been he, banned on it. Ooh. Yeah. No, I know.
1: I've, we we've talked to them. You, you you'd you'd be shocked in terms of someone that's uh, like you talk about diversifying i got a really interesting inbound recently
0: what um, you got from, can you talk uh, about
1: it from the can i well it's not it's nothing material so it's like well i don't want to get you uh, in trouble so yeah no, it's just like it, craters interested in rumble like you know we, we talked to basically we, we talked to uh, we, i like to say I think we talked to most craters. But I guess the group that we haven't really had a lot of communication with is like the uh, the very left um, of that crater group. But I, you, I don't know if you saw, but Majority Report joined Rumble during the last debate. Sam Sater, that's very left. Um, oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know think, streamers like Destiny in places la- like that. I think the yeah. left is very interested in Rumble right now. A lot good. more than good happen. Um, yeah. Because even Uh, they can conceive. when it
0: comes to money, that's, that's a determining factor when they know that, look, my financial outcome depends on the things that I say or don't say on this platform. I need to be on a platform where I can say whatever I want versus I have to subscribe to what Twitch's ideas are. It's like, I I don't agree with that, but I do see a lot of like, I suggested it's like, I'd love to have like a debate um, tab on Rumble because another thing I've noticed that is becoming very successful are Twitter spaces, you know, Twitter spaces. You've been in a few. Yeah.
2: Oh, to see yeah. to
0: see people interact to that level in debates, I would love to see that come over to Rumble and to have like a debates thing of left versus right, so center versus Rumble right.
1: Rumble Studio is going to do exactly that. So the nice. Rumble Studio, you can have uh, people join in just like Spaces, but it's all in video.
0: Mm-hmm i love that i love that, was, that. there's there's so many that debaters did. that i do not agree with like i do not agree with destiny i respect how he debates but it's here's the other thing it's like they pull an audience destiny's
1: on rumble destiny has a channel on rumble
0: oh he does oh good i need to go check it out so i can disagree with him Nah, <laughs> i, I, I yeah. love i love watching their debates because it's know good he's to... not active
1: he does he does have a channel on rumble but he's not he might not be active
0: i'll tell him it's like destiny get active get active stop being a schmuck get active how about the, how, how about the platform? No, but there's a lot of creators, some other point when that we
1: went live. We had them, we had them front page. We had them there every single time.
0: Oh really? Like, we we, we try
1: If, if we, if, if, if they come like, like you, like you want like you, you express some concerns. We, we got to, we get you up. Like uh-huh. we're, it's not because you express concerns, but it's cause like, our goal is to try to have every voice up there. And we have a wide variety of voices already now. um but uh i I, it it can get better like you said there 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 might be we're gonna lean with whatever volume we have right if we have a high volume in a certain area it's gonna automatically lean that way because just the choice is is gonna force us to go that way um but like we don't have we, we want to be as neutral as possible so if there if there are channels that are good and good content, we we want to get them up there. Mm-hmm. yours is up there now. We're getting you up. We're trying to get you up there every day. Thank you. Um, we're trying to mix it up.
0: What can smaller creators do to get noticed on the grand scale to draw in more of an audience? What would what would your recommendations be to them?
1: So we launched a small creator program where we're paying them a monthly fee uh, for a certain amount of hours, um, and we're really trying to grow this small base. And you can't have like I think it's like the cap of like, maybe it was a 2000 or 5,000, 2000 subscribers or a thousand subscribers was the max you could have. So we're, we're spending a lot of money on people with less than, the, less than a thousand subscribers. Um, that's something that we really want to step the gas pedal on. We saw some good success with that. We had a lot of learnings in the last 30 days, mm-hmm. but there'll be a lot more on that in the coming weeks. Um, we're really gonna, the, the idea is to really scale that up um, and really help that small creator community. Oh, yeah, I, I think they, they, like, they go
0: at it. Like the small creators, I see them like really, really working hard, not the bigger creators don't. But a lot of these, these smaller creators, it's I think the appeal of kick when it first launched was number one, the content revenue share, which is awesome to see that and rumble has mirrored that as well, which I also appreciate. But it's kind of like you, you need to feel like, hey, I'm working towards something Like I have the potential of being discovered, or I can get featured. And I know that in y'all's user interface, you also put a new uh, search bar, a, a um, discovery bar. Can you yeah. explain can you explain how that works for smaller creators
1: yeah very important you tag the categories that you're in um that way if you're in a category um that category will appear on the front page and it'll be really easy to find your live content uh, for people that hit our that hit our home page mm-hmm. we're also going to be organizing all the categories on the home page as well by like size of stream so as you grow your stream, you have a better chance of getting on the homepage. Um, we're going to try to take away as much uh, human involvement on that as possible, so it is more objective yeah. and can't be accused of biases on that. Um, so the idea is eventually to, to that will that will become a lot better for the creators. But yeah, you want to tag your content into the categories. You want to use both categories. You don't want to use one. You want to use try to get into a bunch of categories um, and. Uh, try to, try to get those, those numbers up. The higher you, the more you share on social media, the more your numbers get up, the higher chance you get to getting, getting on the homepage.
0: There was a lot of concern uh, I'd seen on like, as far as discoverability, which you guys have really been attacking that one to try and help that because it talked about like, you know, on YouTube, your, your, your percentage of being discovered, um, felt like it was a lot higher than on rumble. And now rumble is fixing that and changing that trend. Like, look, small cr- excuse me, small creators come over here and this is how we're fixing this and this is what you need to do because it's, it's kind of one of those things of like, in order to even be discovered, we have to have a bigger audience. We need more people to come and it, it certainly feels like a lot of people are coming back over to Rumble, especially are coming back over, but coming to Rumble um, because again, it seems like the further left that Twitch goes, uh, the fir- and Facebook gaming is just dead in the water. Nobody, nobody streams on Facebook hardly anymore because of their insane draconian standards. So it's just kind of like, Rumble becomes kind of like the banned cool guy hangout. It's like, hey, I man, everybody here is like, what's your prison number from like Facebook jail? It's like, everybody's here. It's like, yeah, we've been banned so many times. It's like Rumble's the place where you can go for free speech.
1: No, yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it, the market's getting very interesting. And what happens in 2024 is gonna, uh, my predictions for that are, I think it's gonna get really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in, as we hold the line in the sense that like, I think, You're going to see a lot more censorship kick in in the next six months. Um, Kind of seeing a lot of indications of that now. Uh, You're seeing like a lot of people getting demonetized that you wouldn't expect to get demonetized now in a much more aggressive way than we've seen in a while. I think when the stakes get higher with elections and stuff, that's going to only accelerate um, which creates opportunity for Rumble. I I I really think like 2024 is going to be an important year for us because in, in 2020 we didn't have any funding. we were kind of you know very new to the scene. We we grew late in 2020, and then during the midterm election year we we got a lot of traffic. But even then, you know we just went public in September of 2022. Uh, we just raised that money um so like the money wasn't put to work yet in terms of the interface and building a good good product so i think 2024 is like the year where we can actually we're actually going to have a half decent product where it's going to be a lot stickier um you're going to have monetization for the creators and it's a real opportunity for us to really kind of shine against the competition Mm -hmm. and be a lot better than them And, and i think the ultimate goal for us is that If I can drive better economics to you as a creator than the other platforms out there, um, if I can create that better mousetrap, we will win. And that's what I will do everything in my power to do. And that's the combination of, you know, bringing in programmatic ads, which you're all used to on Twitch and YouTube, bringing in that sponsorship overlay. If you want to do reads, I think that's a huge competitive advantage. You know, you're doing your own stuff already. You know how that works really well, I'm sure. Um, imagine that every small creator can go out the gate and yeah. do reads right away and make money doing that. Yeah. Uh, that's a big step up on top of programmatic. And then, of course, you have your your subs and you have, you know, your own private communities where you do exclusive stuff and subscriptions. So um, the combination of those three, I think, is going to be the, the mousetrap where we can really push back against these other platforms and kind of beat them at it. YouTube doesn't have sponsorships. Twitch doesn't really do it. Um, They did for a little bit.
0: They did a program uh, real quick. Before I forget, we have Jirwa Sam in the chat says, "We as users need mute or block, please." I'm not sure if you're aware of that. I've never. Yes,
1: we do have mute for the creators. Um, I'll check if we have mute. Is is this a for the users? Users perspective. Yeah, for the users. That's coming. For the users, that's coming. That's coming.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I totally
1: agree
0: with that. Twitch did a program, um, I want to say years ago, to where it talked about qualifying ads, and you could subscribe to it or you could click into it. So basically, if you had 30 viewers, you had to maintain 30 viewers for at least an hour and read this 30-second ad, and once you did it, you submitted it and you got paid like 30 or 40 bucks. But it really incentivized, incentivized users to go out there and start saying like, look, I got to build this community. This is something that can make me money. I can make a living doing this if I am good, if I'm entertaining, if I'm consistent. And then when Twitch kind of threw that out there, a lot of people bought into it, but it was the bigger content creators that snatched onto it. And the smaller ones are kind of like, back eh, you're left with the crumbs. But the idea of like, like you talked about being able to sync up advertisers and creators on the back end is like, that's perfect. It's perfect.
1: Yeah. So imagine you're sitting in your stream labs or you're sitting, well, in this case, you'll be sitting in rumble studio. And an advertiser sees that you have five viewers and says, Hey, I'll, I'll pay 10 bucks if you read this and it'll go right into your account. Like it'll be a, a rumble notification. Say, read this for $10. That's read awesome. It, said done. You click done. Our backend double checks that you did it. $10 goes into your account. That's crazy. like automating that on scale is like for it's small huge. traders could be massive. And it, it's something that's never been done before. I think it really takes uh sponsorships and endorsements to a whole new level of automation that's Mm. never been done on the internet or anywhere in the world.
0: So I could, I say like I, as a business owner, I could go into the back end of rumble and then, and I'm, I'm walk me through this. I can see a streamer that's got 50 viewers and I say, Hey, uh, read off this ad for shell shock for 50 bucks. They can choose to do it or not, but I have to have the money ready to go. And then once they do it, it just, the transfer happens. Correct. That's crazy. I or love, that. I love as,
1: an that. as an advertiser you could say hey i want to put a five thousand dollars budget um and i want to pay you know x uh amount for per live viewer so like let's say one cent per live viewer or whatever it might be a dollar per live viewer mm-hmm. and uh you uh, they pops it up to a certain you know demographic set that the advertiser wants and 20, 30 creators at one time, get that notification
2: mm-hmm. and
1: fills in, it, fill, it fills the budget of the, of the advertiser. So the advertiser can, it can be done really easy. They can, they can put like a hundred thousand dollar budget and say, Hey, I just want to, I want to get, I want to reach a hundred thousand live viewers for this hundred thousand budget. And then we just send out notifications to all the, all the live streams over the course of the day until we get a that read across a hundred thousand live viewers.
0: That's crazy. That's going to be awesome. That's gonna it's be very
1: awesome. Right? It's not, yeah, it, it, a live viewer is so much more valuable than like total views because, like, as a as an advertiser, you're paying for let's say two thousand live viewers at one moment. Um, they get all this incremental after that, so obviously they're gonna pay a lot higher than typically CPM would be, but um, they're getting a real, real highly engaged audience, and they know exactly how many people are watching.
0: Mm-hmm. And especially for advertisers. Now, what about uh, filtering out advertisers for, say, for example, trying to sell drugs? Not that I'm against it. Like, do what you want. I don't care. But clearly, there's got to be some standards. Like, how is that going to be? Yeah, there,
1: there there currently are standards in, in Rumble Advertising Center. So, like, every advertiser has to be clear and it's got to follow the law. Like, you know, certain jurisdictions don't allow gambling ads. Certain places don't allow other ads. Like, so, like, we're th- there There are those restrictions we have to follow the law.
0: Uh, we got another question. Chris, well, this is from First Amendment Rights. Chris, what's the streamer got to do to get verified on Rumble when they can't get a Twitter account? I asked support and got no response.
1: Support's got to answer those questions. Um, they, Uh-oh, somebody's typically- in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sure you guys deal with a lot, though. Uh- a lot of questions.
1: Yeah, no, it's not, uh, we, uh, we 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 typically are giving out. We've been giving out uh, the verified to to users that we that we know who they are, um, and it's like you know if you have an account on on Twitter and we know that that account is uh, we're we're gonna come up with a better solution for this. We 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 haven't. We're, I think I, I got a proposal from someone on my team just like in the last week or so on on how to do this. But typically up until now we're just giving it to whoever asks. Mm. And that yeah. we can verify. It but I was about ahead. to
0: say, that's going to that's gonna open the floodgates. Like, you just opened the floodgates. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they got to have, like, a certain amount of followers, and they, they typically have to, have to have a verification of, like, you know, we paid them out and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, is your – first of all, thank you for coming on the show today. I look forward to seeing you guys at the debates. Uh, real quick on that one. Uh, will Rumble still be featuring a lot of the debates and the political stuff? Like, can, it, can Rumble be countered on saying like, look, if there's a debate, if there's a massive event in regards to the political stuff, will it be on Rumble? I know oh, that's a very I, open-ended question.
1: Sure. Yeah, so like the way the RNC does it is like, you, you know, we didn't know that we were going to have the first four debates uh, until like we knew the first one and then we proposed to get the second one and then we do a contract the second one. It's kind of like a there's a process to it. Um it, it, like we don't know when when the next debate is and we don't know who's going to get the rights to it, but we've had it for the first three and we're happy that we have it for the fourth. Um looking forward to the fourth next week. Uh and yeah, we're we're, we're excited about it. There'll be a newsletter going out promoting the debate. And there'll be you know, it'll be on the homepage on the night that when it starts and uh yeah, we'll Definitely. If we have it, we have the rights to it. It'll be on Rumble.
0: Okay. Penny Whiprod says or asks, how long until people can like videos on Apple TV and Roku? How long till folks can subscribe to a channel from the video on Apple TV and Rumble? How long till viewers can donate from the app? I know it's a lot of questions there, but. Okay, I gotta I gotta see yeah, if okay. I can find first, that. Yeah, side. first okay, one. Is, I got, I, okay, I got okay. it. go for it. Yeah.
1: Uh, app v- voting on Apple TV and Roku coming very soon. That that's actually. Um, a lot of that work is already done, and uh, the new updates should be coming. I, I don't have a timeline on that, but I'm 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 guessing in the next uh, month or two, maybe a lot faster than that. How long till folks can subscribe to a channel from the video on Apple TV? That is coming as well at the exact same time, so that Wait, that's so both on, those will be addressed. That's I time. didn't know
0: that exists. So from the actual video, you can subscribe to a Rumble channel on your t- television.
1: Yeah. You can subscribe to channels on your television now. Um, but on the actual video, you know, you can't yet, you have to go back to the channel and then click mm. on follow. Okay. Um, and then how long till viewers can donate from the app. If you're on iOS, you can do that now. Um, if you're on Android coming very, very, very soon.
0: And then we'll, uh, one more question, Chris, is there a program for podcasts that are similar to the small content creators?
1: if you're a podcaster you can apply to that small creator program when we open it up but it, it's uh the small creator program is open to any type of content uh any type of vertical um with you know there's a focus on gaming um and there's a focus on like non-political just because we have so much of that mm-hmm. but uh we, we do add some
0: when is this small content creator program launching is it already live
1: it, it's live it's been live for the last month um payments just went out i think yesterday to all those craters, um, and we're going to be doing uh, a, a second round uh, very shortly, or we're, we're literally in in talks about what that's going to look like.
0: What did what the but first one look we like? Wanted,
1: it was 50 craters. Um, each crater was uh, $500, uh, uh, got $500 to stream uh, two hours, uh, five days a week. Um, oh, okay. So there's a lot of craters that are doing that already. And mm-hmm. not making that kind of money. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: we put $500 in their account for for doing that. Uh, it, was a, it, was, it, was, it was a test pilot to see how it went. We, we want to take it and we want to grow it. And we want to make it a lot bigger for the next one.
0: That's incredible. So it sounds like you guys really are putting a lot of effort into the small content creators to get them out there, to give them more discoverability, increase your chances of going a little bit more viral, mainstream, develop their own audience and stuff like that. It's good to see that. That was a yeah. big concern
1: i feel like they're they're like the true ambassadors at the end of the day um and that's like valuable to a company like rumble it's i think that can't be underappreciated so um we our founding was based on helping small creators in 2013 um that's the whole purpose of rumble was to like be I, i guess like uh when we started in 2013, the idea of why we felt like we wanted to compete against YouTube was that we felt that the incumbent platform was kind of prioritizing and preferencing large creators and multi-channel networks, and not really focused on the small creator. And we just wanted to give an even playing ground, playing field for the small creator. So it's kind of in our DNA mm-hmm. to help them, um, and it's something that I that that I I hold really dearly, and I really want to like really really push on that and and one
0: Another good question from a few guys here says, when will we be able to stream on Rumble from gaming consoles, PS5, Xbox, et cetera, without, without help from a PC? So there's
1: like, I think one platform has like this gaming requirement. I don't know which one it was. And we have to like be more of a gaming company in order for them to allow it. It was some weird requirement. The other one is, I think it's almost done. So I, I'm not sure what platform is which, which one said which, so I don't want to speak on that. So one of the platforms of the app should be coming out shortly.
0: That's that's awesome. But like
1: in the other platform, we have to prove that we have like a, a gaming audience, which I think we we meet that criteria just a matter Oh yeah, of Yeah,
0: for sure. The gaming audience is like, it's a very loyal, very toxic, but insanely loyal, good community of people. Because I mean, ultimately it brings people together you know, from all over the world and it's, it's a great to see it, that you can...
1: It, it was funny because like you if you know, disagree with my statement there,
0: like, go play Call of Duty uh, and you sit into a gaming. I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about just like if you think gaming isn't toxic, go sit in a Call of Duty lobby and you come back and oh, tell and me if you don't like say I need to go to the Pope. Like this is this is bad. This is bad.
1: It's, <laughs> it's so true because like. It it, it. it. I remember when we started looking at the gaming audiences and looking at these different verticals and we're like, holy shit, they say way worse stuff than political people. How are political people in trouble? dude i know oh bro
0: yeah the most racist massage oh my god but but also so much worse but you you develop that you develop that thick skin you have to like if you're gonna go play call of duty you're gonna get shredded by a 12 year old and then talking about how he banged your mom is like oh my god like this i love it like i love it this is great
1: but the articles are written about politics all the time and someone said something just slightly off and like they're in so much trouble. It's just like so crazy. When I like, I saw the gaming world, I was like, bro, wow. <laughs> it it, it go, didn't get articles written about this ever.
0: Go check Fortnite. Go check Fort. I don't even play Fortnite, but I've seen like how toxic people like Ninja and them can become because of like people in the comments just like goading them. It's like, dude, this is, it's a different genre, but I do love it. It's, it's very interesting. But last most certainly not least, cause I know you got a busy schedule rumble con. How are we feeling about this?
1: that idea we said this in a big group meeting like a year ago that we have to do it um bring i'll, tell it all you, the I'll, come, I'll come right now
0: i'll come i'll bring the audience uh, let's do it
1: the question is is like you know how big does it get how, i guess it would be we could have it pretty big oh, do, yeah. you know how much how much do you charge for people to come like there's a lot of there's a lot of details there like oh, of course yeah and i i i feel like you know, what, what's a typical charge for, for Twitch, TwitchCon? What, what do they do? What does VidCon do?
0: partners Uh, got in free but i mean it it depends on the other thing is um, the audience
1: right the audience wants to come in and say like what? i guess the best thing to do is ask the chat like how much would you pay for a rumble con to 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 go in what 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 do you think is reasonable
0: bro you i wouldn't have done that i wouldn't have done uh five bucks (laughs) 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 but you know what that's
1: no right like if if that's what it is then it's it's less viable like it's it's all it's all going to be kind of dependent on uh what the, what the audience, uh, it, it, does the audience want it? And you know, how, how, how much do they want to pay to get in? Like those are, there you go. $5. That's what uh, Because
0: I said that it's like, there you go. If it's $5 <laughs> tickets, you're welcome. You are welcome. No, I, for me, it would be like, get your creators out there. Cause TwitchCon, the thing that I loved about TwitchCon though, was that number one, that's where your audience is going to meet. You're going to meet with your people. Um, secondly, sorry about Athena. She's barking. the I've the, I, I operated in my company, so I do my podcast in the back and my business is, all around me so but the thing that the appeal of TwitchCon though was that number one you can meet your favorite streamers uh they're at booths and stuff um when you've got the technology they do as far as like gaming technology stream labs things such as this but you're kind of doing your own thing there's the advanced methods like hey here's what we got coming and then the other part that was uh really interesting was the gear where's rumble gear like shirts hats like because uh, that was one of the biggest appeals of Twitch before they went insanely far left. It's like you guys are just off the reservation of common sense. Can't support it anymore. But like I, I, that was a massive appeal and just the camaraderie. So those are the things that because I, I went to TwitchCon once. It was fun. It was good. Would I go again? Probably not because they wanted mask mandates and stuff like that. It's like no, nah, I'm not going to subscribe to that. Yeah.
1: Um, no, it's a it's a great idea to do it. I, I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm budgeting it and and putting it together so is, uh, is something that we w- were actively thinking about for sure.
0: I'll tell you, I'll, I'll be there with bells on. I'll, I'll, I'll come all, all five of my followers. We'll be there, bro. We'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> brother. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. I look forward to hopefully getting to see you at The debates on December 6th, which will be streamed live on rumble RNC debates coming up in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I probably said that wrong. Tuscaloosa. Tus- it's in Alabama. It's in Alabama. There you go. It will be on Rumble.
1: Yeah, watch it on Rumble. That's the best place to watch.
0: Outstanding. Chris, thank you so very much for coming on the show today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely.
0: Be safe. Well, folks, you heard it uh, right here. Uh, I can't really reopen my video because I I had to end Skype here. Appreciate Chris for coming on the show. All the new followers, viewers, listeners, I'm sorry I couldn't get to all of your questions, but I do appreciate you being here. My name is John Burke. I stream Politics Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. CST. A big thank you for Rumble for streaming the uh, channel today. Again, Um, tell your friends, folks, you want to stick around. You want the freedom of speech over here. You want the ability to come on and stream the stuff that you want to stream, talk about the things that you want to talk about. This is the place to do it. And so we need to support this. I greatly appreciate him coming on and answering these questions, being transparent, because for those that don't know, Chris doesn't do a lot of shows and he decided to come on this one. And I really, really appreciate that. So, all right, folks. Uh, until next time, make sure you go check us out at ShellShockCBD.com. We appreciate your love and support there. Without that, I would not be able to continue doing this show. So big thank you for that to the All-American Savage audience. And as always, follow me at John burke 39 on Twitter. You stay Savage, America.